dear cheap astronomy, why does a photon move at the speed c? It may sound a bit strange to ask why light travels at the speed of light, but c isn't really the speed of light, insofar as light often moves at different and slower speeds through air, water and glass, it only moves at the speed of c in a vacuum. We've fallen into the habit of calling c the speed of light because c was discovered through experiments and mathematical modelling of light's behaviour. Notably, James Clerk Maxwell's formulas on electromagnetism and later Einstein's work on relativity. C is commonly represented as 300,000 kilometres a second, a speed, indeed the universe's ultimate speed limit. But what it's really telling you is that you can't cross a distance of one kilometre in any less time than 0.000033 seconds Or you could say you can't cross one metre in less than 0.000000033 seconds. The idea being that the time required to cross smaller and smaller distances comes very close to, but never actually reaches, zero. If it did reach zero, meaning that you could cross a distance without any time passing, then you could find yourself in two places at once. Indeed, if you could move through space without any time passing, you could be everywhere at once. This just can't happen. So the universe has to have an ultimate speed limit. It's surprising that this line of logic apparently never occurred to anyone prior to Einstein, who in any case mostly came at it through wondering how and why light moves the way that it does. Anyway... Why does light, or why do photons, move at the speed of c? It is the case that hardly anything else can, and most physics books will tell you that photons move at c because they have no rest mass, which is to say that they have their own kind of momentum, so individual photons can knock electrons out of a material, as per the photoelectric effect, but that's not momentum in the traditional sense, of momentum being mass times velocity, since for photons there is no mass involved. It's also the case that anything that does have rest mass, which is to say anything that does have mass, can never move at sea. The physics books will also tell you that anything with no rest mass, like photons, can only move at sea, at least in a vacuum. That's not much of an answer to say things that move at sea do so because they are things that move at sea, but that is essentially true. The mathematics of momentum and kinetic energy can be used as a proof to show that anything in motion that has mass must have a velocity less than c, and anything without mass must have a velocity that is c, at least in a vacuum. Furthermore, that mathematics suggests that this is a fundamental dichotomy. So if you are in motion and you have mass, you can only move at a speed lower than c, and if you are in motion and you don't have mass, you can only move at c. There are no other options available. Well, sort of. Apart from photons, the only other things that don't have mass are gluons and gravitons. Gravitons are totally hypothetical particles. 
We just think they should exist, because everything else seems to have fundamental particles, so we figure gravity should too. It is demonstrably true that the effect of gravity and gravitational waves do move at sea, so if gravitons really are the force carriers of gravity, then they must move at sea. However, the other massless particles, gluons, are something of an exception to the rule, since their role is to sit still within hadrons, mediating the strong nuclear force that holds quarks together within hadrons, and also holds hadrons, specifically protons and neutrons, together in a nucleus. Of course, we can say that since gluons are not in motion at all, the rule that they must move at sea when they do move doesn't have to apply. But this is some indication that it's not all that easy to make a few trite statements that explain every feature of the universe. And of course, that statement should be some indication that there's going to be a part two to this episode coming next week.